<laughs> Straight to the top, Jamie Noguchi. Yeah. Everybody talking about a cup of coffee in the PM. Yeah. <laughs> little bit of caffeine through ear holes. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, Brandon Chalmers. Sure. D. D. Snyder. He of not going to take it any more fame. Uh-huh. Um, he, he tweeted out recently, um, people are asking me why I endorsed the use of we're not going to take it for the Ukrainian people and yeah. did not for the anti-vaxxer, for the anti-maskers. Well, one use is for a righteous battle against oppression. The other is an infantile feet stomping against in, an inconvenience. So uh, add D. Snyder to the list of rockers. I I wouldn't expect to. I I, yes. I don't know. I don't know anything Pause. about. Yeah. Yes. In this incident. Yes. Yeah. I am under the understanding that other than this incident. And fighting Tipper Gore way back in the day. I thought he was an asshole. Is he? I see that's why I don't I, I don't remember this is this is the problem with our aged rockers, yeah. is that it's becoming rarer and rarer that they're decent people. Yeah. So I now bear in mind, <laughs> I'm I'm at a crossroads now where we're recording. And I could take to my phone, find a Google machine, and type in D. Snyder Is asshole. D. Snyder a but You know dickhead? what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it. Vamp. Go ahead. Vamp. So I, I, know, I know he said some stuff about, like, inclusion because there were some... I, I know that, the, that some conservatives have been trying to take, like, that song and use it as part of of their thing and he's like no you don't understand like this is this is not what i stand for despite all outward appearances but that's from my memory and my memory is like swiss cheese and it's not very good so he could be he could be an asshole but my recollection from listening to and i forgot which which song it was but he was basically saying that like this song is for um the the resistance for people fighting against oppression for everywhere it's not just it's not just like you know it's a it's not just a hard rocking song it's for and i don't remember the song i'm talking about so brandon do you have information so it turns out i'm mistaken um he insisted <clears throat> that trump not use that same song okay as well um he apparently was uh quote i was a real asshole in the 80s so he's Having self-acknowledgement, um, let's see, uh, talks beef with the metal community. I think I remember him being a douchebag about other new music. Ah, okay. But 80s hair metal guys usually, including their fans, <laughs> tend to be like, all other music's bullshit. Yeah. Music stopped being good yeah. when the fucking grunge came in. This is the argument that like Nirvana and Pearl Jam ruined rock music. Um, well, I... I remember because this is this is more of the uh, the fucking uh, Motley Crue dickhead uh, Nikki Six or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The that asshole uh, yelling about Pearl Jam being boring in the year of our Lord 2022, more than a decade removed from his solo project 6 a.m., where. 
he decided to release a like new metal single is going to yell about fucking Pearl Jam. <laughs> well, I, I remember, anyway, I remember yeah. metal fans uh, shitting on baby metal. The, the trio of Japanese yeah. schoolgirls yeah. and yeah. Rob Zombie getting on, on and saying like, you guys don't understand. These girls rock harder than you ever could. So shut the fuck up. Right. I, Twisted Sisters uh, guitarist's D. Snyder is predatory front man. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yada, 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 yada. Okay. So uh, the guitarist talked about the band's live shows. Frontman D. Snyder, who he described as predatory, uh, and also the greatest frontman he's ever seen. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, okay. I'm, I'm done listening to the, sorry, I'm done reading this now because the follow up paragraph is. A guy who goes by JJ. Oh, um, oh, okay. Not not letter J, letter J. J A Y J A Y um, is apparently promoting his new book. So of course he's going to find something to say about. Anyway, yeah. So okay, I retract my statement uh, with a little bit of googling. I'm sure he has probably said some dumb shit on Twitter. Oh yeah. I'm sure he has uttered some dumb shit in the past. Okay, fine. In the sense of not letting his music get manipulated for things that they shouldn't and taking a stand in the right direction, uh, I raise a glass. We, we give him a, 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 a twisted sister thumb up or something. I don't know. I, I know nothing of their catalog. I'm sorry. It's my era, but I know nothing of their catalog. <laughs> it's not really your era. Let's, let's be clear here. Like, you're, you have never struck me as someone who would listen to twisted sister <laughs> my era in the sense that they were big when i was like growing up and music was a thing and all that yeah kind of shit. yeah uh, okay i mean sure <laughs> people of my generation have fond <laughs> memories of the twisted sister well, oh that's right i forgot you're a generational xer aren't you yes Yes, yeah. and, and we fly under the radar. Nobody, uh, yeah, because you're not fucking doing anything. Swear to God, I'm about to soapbox this shit. Oh my God. I've seen so many people recently on like Facebook be like, going through a nuclear holocaust, worried about everything, ask a Gen X or how to survive. And I'm like, you mean what? By not fucking doing anything? You yeah. non fucking doing motherfuckers? We did. Like, we did. Um, well, I don't know if the whole generation did it, but like we, we started the, the Rock the Vote campaign trying to get like young people involved in, in voting and stuff. Okay. But cool. that was, I, I, that I'll was give like, you, I'll give you that one. That was like campus activism. And I don't know how widespread it was, but that's what I spent my college years doing is like, uh, like bird dogging candidates talking about environmentalism and shit like that. I mean that I can totally get down for well, that. That makes we, a lot of sense, but we didn't have Twitter to like broadcast and like, and, and reach more people. Like, I am relatively convinced that Twitter actually shuts down <clears throat> activism like that mm. on a whole, because once you give everyone a blower and an equal voice, <laughs> everyone starts eating each other. That's, that's possible. Um, that's possible. I just, I just know that when, when I was heavy into the activism phase, something like Twitter would be great for like organizing events and getting people to, to show up at stuff. I, I would argue at the time and even now for people who give a shit and email group, 
would probably be more effective at actually organizing ah, people yeah, 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 because yeah. you have the ability to snipe from your fucking couch on Twitter at people who are actually going out and doing things. So yeah. I, it, Twitter feels like a nothing burger to me because it's like everyone is like, oh, I got so many retweets and <laughs> shares and everything else. Like that. And it's like yeah. it means fucking nothing because no one actually does anything. It's performative activism. I I think you're right. You mentioned uh, email list that that was starting when I was in college, but it wasn't right. but like not everybody was good with their email and, yeah, and yeah. all all the lists that we were sending around was like retweet or, or send this to like 10 of your friends to have right. good luck and, and shit like right. that. Yeah. It was all, it was all chain letter bullshit. Right? Yeah. It was chain but, letters. But I think, I think you're right. The, the emailing list, the email list and the mailing list are still very powerful tools to get people going to stuff. Right. Like it, it's hard to spread your word, but as far as people who are already interested in your cause, yeah. That is a great way to communicate yeah. without a bunch of discourse. Because yeah. if you have an email, a mass mailer sent out yeah, with yeah. no ability to reply all, you lose the ability to have somebody snipe and try and be a smartass and take the narrative away from everything. That's right. And you true. just deliver your message, and then people make the decision about whether or not they want to physically be involved. Usually, okay. the Mason Dixon line for <laughs> someone getting involved or actually doing something is effort. Yeah. And Twitter takes no effort. Twitter. So it's super easy to be a dickhead or try and be funny or snipe somebody or pick up on the negative of everything. And yet it, like it's, mm -hmm. it's laziness is what it is. Well, I retract my statement and I'm glad we didn't have Twitter, but I'm sad that we didn't have email listservs. No, I, I, that would have been yeah. great. That would have been a great tool. I mean, bear, bear in mind, I think there is some sort of like sweet spot, probably like, I don't know, 08, 09, maybe when Facebook, like before Facebook had the algorithm and everybody was able to share things on groups and you were able to actually make events and everyone yeah. who could, who was following you, like, cause we dealt with that in our fight where like anyone who could actually follow you or who was following you got to see what the fuck you were doing. You got genuine engagement yeah. from everybody. Yeah. And the only thing you were paying for is reaching out to people outside of your circle. You automatically reached everybody inside your circle, provided you were sharing regularly and, and what have you and like playing the game. Yeah. So, I mean, now, now it's, it's a, you know, <laughs> it's a cesspool. Yeah. It's a fucking rat race for anyone who's enough of an attention whore to keep up with that. And frankly, I think anyone who actually has something real to do or say, ain't got the fucking bandwidth or effort to do that fucking game. Yeah. Well, let, let me tell you, nothing, nothing is quite as depressing as phone banking college kids. Oh, I bet. <laughs> oh, I bet. I have a lot of hate in my heart for the world, but I do not wish that on my worst enemy because like <laughs> calling, calling the, oh my God, calling college kids. Right. <laughs> Just right. Oh Cause God. I mean, Jesus, who has a phone in their dorm? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> One. Who is there? <laughs> who is who is there? Who's gonna answer? Who's gonna answer? Because we did like cell phones were a thing, but they were right. way more expensive. Right? Ain't nobody answering a cell phone call from a number you didn't recognize. Somebody yeah. could leave a voicemail if you had voicemail. Yeah, yeah. And like 
if if your voicemail is full, if your campus voicemail is full, you ain't getting the met like. Oh my God, Brandon. <laughs> no, cell phones were for outgoing calls, period. <laughs> yeah. Like, unless yeah. you knew the number. Yeah. It was outgoing calls only because you weren't paying for that shit. Yeah. Like, like the Matrix came out and the flip phone was like a big deal because yeah. before then, them phones were like bricks that you could oh, yeah. brain yeah. a motherfucker. So like, well, yeah, they were self-defense <laughs> tools. God damn it. Yeah. One of those one- fucking, those, those Nokia soap bar phones. Yeah. yeah. I guarantee you. Many, many an attacker was bludgeoned by one of those phones. I guarantee you one of those phones probably has saved quite a few women on college campuses from a terrifying experience. Yeah. I mean, you just like right the bridge of the nose. That's breaking some shit. Right. Because like you can palm that thing and have the bottom of it sticking out. Yeah. And you could just blow. I've definitely used one of them as like a knuckle duster before. So like <laughs> I can attest to that shit works. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I think, I think there are some Xers that do stuff. They're just behind the scenes. And then there's some Xers that fuck up shit like Ted Cruz. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. We, got, we got some, we got some bad ones. <laughs> yeah. But you know, honestly, it's not as many as it could be. That's like I'm, I'm curious what's going to happen as the Xers get into their fifties and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, what now? What, what do you turn into? Uh, the dad band. Everyone's going to have a dad band. I'm super good with that. Like if this ends up just being just a wash in fucking cargo shorts, I'm super good. Like I'm going to be just fine. Yeah. They're gonna, they're gonna have, uh, they're gonna have that PRS money. (laughs) 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 Fucking craft beer, as far as the eye can see. Craft beers, PRSs. Yep. Fucking Leica. Oh my god. Oh yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. Long winded. The next seat, guarantee you, CPAC. Fucking 15 years from now, <laughs> Mother Love Bone, would they support the GOP? <laughs> I'm telling you right now, like, <laughs> I think, actually, I think the Xers are ruining movies because, Ooh, like, yeah, look at all of the things that have, like, the, the Ghostbusters remakes, all that stuff. Like, pre- oh, God, yeah, the, the Xers, yeah, desire to recapture nostalgia from He Man, all like. All that shit. Oh, yeah, because when was the last time anything they had was relevant? Yeah. And and I think uh, the the previous generations are are better than us because they didn't force like the a new Andy Griffith show on us. Like they never tried to reboot Andy Griffith or like. Um, yeah, because he was doing Matlock after that. He <laughs> aged with them. That's true. That's that's true. that's how that worked. And also, you had three fucking channels. <laughs> Who's rebooting anything? Yeah, I, you you ran out of options. Most TV was fucking terrible. Yeah. that's why we all talk about the same like nine fucking shows from that era. I think I think that's what happened to the Xers. We got into Hollywood and then we ruined it. Yeah, because like fucking reboots and remakes and like taking fucking battleship and trying to make that into a movie. Like I, 
that's that's just that's yeah pre- that's predatory that should be illegal yeah i i mean that's I, against the geneva I, convention especially with the horror genre connected literally with connect four and the horror genre being a perfect venn diagram atop one another yeah. you could have literally you could have had a serial killer killing people in fours that they all had something alike yeah the the simpsons should have ended ages ago oh oh my god yes and it's only because of the xers that it's still i i mm. see see i'm i apologize to culture no 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 no. my generation no no (laughs) no trust me on this it's a mistake for you of all people <laughs> to actually take ownership of that self-aggrandizing fucking group. <laughs> Acknowledge and make them fucking deal with their own shit. Man, did the... Yeah, I I don't know, man. That sucks. <laughs> that sucks. Yep. Fucking Ghostbusters. Well... <sighs> I don't know what we were talking about, but I shut an entire generation down because I got pissed <laughs> off about a Facebook share. So, yeah, you know, <sighs> uh, let's just let's start this as, as a millennial. I've done my part We're we're going to keep going off the rails. Let's let's uh, <laughs> let's start this. Nice. <laughs> Brandon Chalmers, you gave me a little hint uh, pre-show, bleeding into show show. Can you introduce us as the man? About it, everybody talking about it. Yeah, talking about the fucking Do It Cast, part of the Hard Knock Media Podcasting Network. That means nerds of color. Yeah, talking about other things. Yeah, like pop culture and history and all sorts of other things that are happening around the world. But I'm here right now with you, Jamie and the Gucci having ourselves a little cup of coffee. Yeah. Talking about the cream rising to the top. Talking about the fucking do it cast. Yeah. Now there are many, many podcasts out there with a bearded white guy, which may happen to look somewhat like my face, but there are only few podcasts that feature me and Jamie Noguchi. (laughs) And this is it. (laughs) The lone one. The champion. The champion. (laughs) (laughs) What? <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh my god. Uh Brandon, what have you been Sir, geeking ab- uh, upon? What have I been geeking upon? What what have you been geeking on? What, uh did I on? did I talk about I talked about Hello Fresh already, right? Yes, yes. You hello cool. and then the fresh. And uh, follow up on it. I'm 15 pounds down already. Ooh, nice. So that is hello. a genuine game changer. Well, here's Here's the only reason I want to come back to it. If somebody has been on the fence about it, it fucking helps with portion control. Oh, yeah. Which is something I'm real bad about because I'll make food and I'll be like, yeah, all right. 
<laughs> and then I fill a plate and then we're good. This is basically like, hey, make something nice for yourself and split it between you and your wife. And that's all you get. You hear me? You get that's what you it. get and you don't get right. upset. Right, right. And like, cool, great. No problem. Um, anyway, so what am I geeking out about? Jamie, I am in full fucking countdown mode. By the time everyone else sees this, I will probably already be on my way because my birthday is coming and I am having myself just a little getaway, just, just a little getaway. I found a place called the edge hotel. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's a super swanky bougie place in ocean city that literally hangs over the, the bay, a giant fucking windows, jacuzzi tub right in the center of the fucking room. Yeah. All sorts of fancy shit, full on concierge service. I'm going hard, Jamie hard like to give people an idea i'm paying as much for the weekend as i do my fucking mortgage Woo! yeah going hard on this one going down there some of my favorite restaurants are still open wife and i are gonna have ourselves some nice dinners do a little shopping hang out a little bit of sea air gonna feel fucking great i am stoked for it i have not had a getaway in forever so yeah, I am fucking excited. That's so cool. Well, yeah, and uh, I, let's see. I don't know if I want to talk about that other thing. Jimmy, remember the screen cap that I sent you about that Instagram conversation about the thing? Because I can't tell whether or not I want to get into. No, it's fine. It's all right. So anyway, so there was a certain competition that put out that they wanted to have sponsors. And I was like, well, how much does it cost? Um, So I won't actually use any names. And I'm sure if you can read between the lines, you can figure out exactly what the fuck is going on here. Did you get an amount? No, no, no. To no surprise, I got I got no response at all. So I decided to take the money and spend it on me. So if anybody was curious, by the way, how much I was actually willing to spend to support my friends, had they actually bothered, that was the number. Whatever the number that you think I pay for my mortgage in a month, that was the number I was willing to throw away for one night for a gag. That's and that's, that's not a, that's not a one digit number. That's not a two digit number. That's not a three digit number. That's a four digit number. I was trying to support my friends and somebody can't be fucking bothered to reply to an Instagram message. So <laughs> even after I followed up, they couldn't be bothered. So Oh my God. Yep. Whatever. No oh worries. Anyway. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so that's, uh, <laughs> and they're trying to run it like a business now. Oh <laughs> Here I was thinking we pulled the curtain back enough on the OMV podcast, by the way, kids, <laughs> you owe it to yourself to go listen. Okay. Yeah. So what's up? whatever. We'll, ta- we'll talk about that. That's our, Will that's we? Our, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right on. So yeah. yeah. So that's, that's what I'm geeking out about, Jamie. A getaway and a passive aggressive blowout, a uh, blow off. That's what I'm geeking out about. Nice. What are you geeking about? <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it when you start off with this laugh because I never know where it's going, but it's always going to be. Sorry. Most of the time it ends up being almost petty because that <laughs> laugh has you be like, so this motherfucker right here. I'm like, no. yeah, go no, on. No, no. So no? we. We watched um, the Jumanji movie, the first one with The Rock and Karen Gillan and Jack Black and um, 
No, 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 no. That's the second Jumanji. That, right. The, no, but the first Jumanji with the new the new crew, because like right. there's a second one and I think they're going to make a third one or whatever. Yeah, I think so. Um, So we we watched it with Hazel. Yeah. And I remember pre- that being kind of fun. It is fun. The premise is uh, a bunch of kids get sucked into a video game. So it's an right. isekai. It's an anime isekai. Um, but anyway, the 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 person that gets turned into Jack Black is like a popular girl. Right. And so she so like she has to figure out how to deal with a, a man's body. And there's a scene where she uh, gets a little excited. Oh, and she looks down. And she's like, what is happening? And ha- Hazel was like, I don't understand. So we paused, oh, no. we paused the movie. Oh, no. We paused the movie. And oh, Audrey no. and, and Audrey explains, well, uh, sometimes when boys get excited, the you know she explains what a boner is to Hazel, and she's done the the cackle that came out of my daughter's <laughs> was so fucking good. Like it, it was in, like immediate as soon as Audrey finished the story, you hear this. <laughs> wow! Five minutes dead, just dead. All of us just cackling. Right. Right. <laughs> so how many times has your daughter brought up the word boner no she she hasn't like that's the oh thing. wow really you explain it and it's out of their and it's head done? it's wow. done wow all right but, cool but Brad. the best part she, after we're done laughing she turns to me and says daddy oh no what did yours look like when you proposed to mommy <laughs> or when you first kissed mommy <laughs> I was like, oh no I had to leave the room and yeah, just roll around. Yeah, because you can't, you can't answer that. <laughs> and Audrey was speech like we were all dead for like right. a good five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! So oh. that that was his that was hysterical. If I could Goodness. bottle that sound, it was like pure joy and just cackling. Like that's the dumbest, <laughs> that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean accurate. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. Goodness. It was so fun. Outstanding. <laughs> uh yeah. So uh the movie is entertaining. Yeah. Uh we we never seen it before. Um so I don't know. But uh yeah. Uh it's PG-13, so if you're watching it with your eight-year-old daughter, you uh, you can either decide to ignore it or explain it. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, all right. Uh, let's pause here, and we'll actually have a, a, a real third segment for once. Woo! Um, so Brandon Chalmers, you and I have been on other podcasts, but rarely together. Like you've, you've been interviewed for some stuff uh, when we were with art fight. I've been on other podcasts about various other topics, um, and stuff, but rarely have people braved having both of us on at the same damn time. There's kind of a reason for that though. Yes. (laughs) Cause we're, we're kind of chaos together. Yes. Yes. Uh, we were invited uh, on the Opinions May Vary podcast 
in celebration of their final handful of episodes. They're ending the show and they're they're going through their greatest hits. They're talking to some of the friends that they've met throughout the years. They've been doing it for 10 years. 10 years. Yeesh. <laughs> and uh, they met a lot of people. They made a lot of friends. We are we are lucky enough to count ourselves among them. Yes. A- and they said, hey, we want to interview for it- it'll be a short little thing. It'll be a half hour. And yeah, we'll, like, we'll do we'll do 30 minutes. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, you you have you listened to our podcast? <laughs> one, one, no. That yeah. proves that they haven't. <laughs> Which I absolutely love that we can all be friends and at the same time be like, boy, you guys do this thing every week, huh? <laughs> all right. Do you, do, you, do you know what you're getting into? Right. <laughs> Structure? No, 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 no. Where we're going, we don't need structure. Yeah, you might think you're interviewing us, but yeah. we are interviewing you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You you literally lock the door behind you, and there are two toddlers with <laughs> fucking ball bats and fun dip. That we are going to fuck your shit up, and any semblance of like order and structure that you thought you had, you're just going to have to tell us to stop. And at least five times. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun. Um, to, to their credit, I listened to the other half of it. Oh yeah. Uh, with Marty and Ross, they went just as long as we did. <laughs> now, I don't know if that was because they heard from them that uh, we took a while <laughs> and maybe they got a little jealous and decided to kick the thing out a little bit. Not not starting any sort of podcast, but they had to have a podcast to actually do it. But uh, yeah, <laughs> which I don't know why I got weird and flexy about having a podcast. Like somehow it's such a fucking high bar. Well, I I feel like we kind of broke that expectation of theirs um, because yeah. like. I don't know. We we haven't talked to them in a while since since the panorama. Like we met these guys on the road. Um, Brandon, actually, you you met them before I did. You met. Them yeah, at- I was going to say I, I went to high school with Marty. So <laughs> no, 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 not those guys. Uh, oh, the, oh, opinions may vary, guys. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. The the opinions may vary, guys. Yes, we we <laughs> met them, uh, and you should definitely listen because they do the whole story. So we won't dig into it too much. But we met them at a show called uh, Necro Comic Con and Necro Wicked Fair. Um, so it was like uh horror show or horror convention in one hotel and um i'm trying to think of the best like a adult, fetish con a fetish con i guess yeah that's yeah. probably the best way to put that i was gonna say adult themed convention but like yeah. yeah i i uh in the adjacent hotel so you know it's it's basically you know Two groups of people who are probably into the same thing. So you buy one ticket, you get access to both. Sort of it's like yada, yada. CES and the AVNs, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, exa- exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of monitor based entertainment <laughs> is really what it is. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they, they ended up seeing us perform there. And I don't know if you just were like at a better show or you were like, New Jersey. I'm not going to fucking New Jersey. I'm, I must have been at a, a different show or like a comic show or something else. I, I don't remember what was going on with you at that time because yeah. them missing you at Kineticon, I thought was when Hazel was being born. 
Maybe I, I don't remember, but there, right, there was, I would have probably been at that show if something else hadn't been going on. Right, right, right. Yeah. But yeah, so we've known them for quite some time now, but yeah, we, we met them at a con and it was something as simple as, you know, we were behind the table. We, we talked to them very briefly and then we went and did the show and we saw them and then they came up to us the next day and they were like, guys, that was fucking rad. And then, <laughs> I, and believe me, I'm paraphrasing here, but basically they were like, hey, we have a podcast. Would you want to be on it? I was like, fuck yeah, sure. No problem. Because fuck do I know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah somebody, someone gives a shit enough about what we do that they want to spend time and record us. Cool. And I should have known that I was walking into a thing because no one else volunteered. <laughs> we were at the table and I was like, yeah, sure. No problem. I can't. And everyone no else, else volunteered. Right. Everyone else was really quiet. Why? Because everyone else is an elitist dickhead. I see if I was there, they would have had both of us on. I know for a I second know. time. And that uh-huh. would have been the first. Time. Yep. That's right. Yep. Fucking lame. Yep. Fucking lame. See now what I, happens, Jamie. I am, I am not surprised that the state fucking lame. I just our, our fights. Welcome wagon retires. And all of a sudden, Pandemic strikes down the nation. I'm not saying it's correlation and causation. I'm just saying that I'm saying. Yeah. That's that's some. I don't know why I'm so punchy today. That's some (laughs) dumb shit. That's some dumb shit. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that. That's fucked up. Well, I mean, yeah, because to my end. Now, bear in mind, I'm probably wrong. And they probably did do uh, interviews with some other people, but it seems weird that they would only interview one of us at a time unless they only had three microphones, which is possible. It doesn't matter. Um, you stand close next to each other. You pass it back and forth. That's kind of where my head was. My understanding is that I was kind of the, the inviting guy, which honestly, like equal parts make me the inviting guy, but the cost of entry to walk up to me after I've been up on stage doing a show in the role that I'm in, that takes a little bit of moxie. Yeah. Cause I'm basically shutting everything down. Like they, they, <laughs> they saw an unleashed show was their first one. Oh, that that's was the first me. one. <laughs> right. That's me yelling at people. And I walked into a fucking uh, dining hall at a New Jersey hotel told everyone what the fuck to do and then told them lock the doors behind them. Mm. Nice. No one questioned me <laughs> like in New Jersey. No New one Jersey. fucking questioned me. Right. Okay. How is it that I didn't, that, that I said, Hey, no video, no photos. This stays here. And how was I not met with go fuck yourself? And like, <laughs> I, I thought that was mandatory. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Right, right. Someone (laughs) should be giving me a fucking hard time. Yeah. I don't remember one fucking hairy eyeball. Like, (laughs) which is weird. (laughs) Um, but yeah, they they they're they're cool people. Um, they they travel with a whole crew of other motherfuckers. Like, yes, they roll like seven, eight, twelve deep. (laughs) Yeah. When when they go conning, they go hard. Like we did. PAX East up in Boston um, and you and Mikey had to blow out for the week like you you guys drove up yeah drove we, we, dro- we drove up did the show and then cannonballed back yeah and then the rest we the rest of us hung up out there hung out with all of them and it was a blast they're just a lot of fun to hang out with yeah we don't 
we meet a lot of people on the circuit, but we don't necessarily like make friends. Yeah, it's usually only other artists that we yeah. tend to become yeah. more friendly with. Because like you see people behind a booth enough times, you start to recognize everybody. Right. A a knowing nod turns into a morning, how's it going? Turns into a bit of back and forth, turns yeah. into the, hey, how's the show going? And then the next show, you're all joking around. One of you runs to go get snacks or something like that. And you look over at them and go, Hey, I'm heading out on a run. Does anybody want anything? Yeah. And next thing you know, you're having dinner together by the third show that you're all at together. Cause it's like, fuck it. I want to have dinner with somebody. At least I know and recognize, and we can go and do the thing. Like, yeah. And these, and these guys were not part of that. Like they, they, they would get press passes and stuff and they would, they would do the interviews, but like, we never saw them at a table. We never like we never tabled with them or anything yeah. like that. They they were just generally fun to hang out with. And we saw them at enough shows that were like, we recognize you. Come on and hang out with us. Or they invited right, us yeah. to hang out with them. And you know. yeah, because it because it was like, hey, you know, we saw you at this one thing. Then we go up to a thing that's up near them. And I literally do the math of like, wait a second, I fucking know you. And then yeah. they go, Yeah, we did the interview. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> and then we're all joking around and then they hang out by the table for like, you know, an hour or two. And next thing you know, they're doing the like, Hey, you know, we do the like, Hey, so we only know of the one fucking restaurant around here that everyone goes to. Yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. else do we eat? Yeah. And having them initially do the, you got the one place. This is where we're all going. I mean, like, all right, cool. Which I think, was that yeah that was the one where um adam warrock was was performing up there yeah because i think it, it, it was um him and i'm trying to remember it's chris haley i think i can't remember um anyway they were they were doing stuff and all i remember from that trip is a couple good art fight shows and i beat adam warrock in fucking basketball at the uh, at the restaurant yes, and yes. him being visibly upset about it <laughs> that my doughy ass basically was like like eyeing up the thing and him i guess feeling like he had a hustle going <laughs> we're like hey you want to play and i was like yeah sure game's on me and i swiped the card and next thing you know i'm just fucking sinking baskets and then give me the look and it's like write a song about it my dude i'm gonna go get a beer and just <laughs> Oh man, but like we, so we had planned to, we wanted to hang out with them more because we started making friends up that way. Yeah. Like, like the NEW, the uh, Northeast Wrestling crew, we wanted to see a couple of the, their shows because like yeah. Keith Youngblood was coming up. He was, and I think he's champ now or he had the belt. He had the belt and I believe he lost it. And now I think he is in a repackaging or something like that. I, I, last I remember his socials, we're kind of dark and cryptic. So I think he's trying to do a bit of a revamp yeah. uh, for his character and maybe go heal if I'm not yeah. mistaken, but, but or like, at least that's the way I was reading into it, but I but haven't like, checked up. But like we, we wanted to, cause we saw them at a Jersey show at um, yeah. the six flags and we, and, but they're, they're based out of like Connecticut. Right. And we like, we were trying to figure out, well, let's go check out one of their big events. Cause every, every wrestling promotion has their own big yeah. Fucking yeah, yeah. mania type thing. And then if we're up there, we'll call the, the, um, OMV people and right. we'll hang out there 
We'll we'll hang out with some wrestlers. We'll hang yeah. out with some con friends. I, we'll, right. a, we'll make a whole fucking weekend of it. Right. And we knew that some of them are actually wrestling fans. So we were going to have kind of a captive fun audience. And the yeah. idea of being like, hey, so this is our dude. We know the following people. We've met these people. This is our crew as well. Yeah. I'm going to have you two hook up and chit chat. Yeah. And then and then and then and then. But yeah, I... And then Mama Rona said, you ain't going nowhere. Nope. (laughs) Mama said, knock you out. And that was it. Yeah. So I, I, I'm of of the many things I am pissed about Corona. That's, that's one of those things. Cause like when you're on the con circuit and you're used to seeing people only at the cons, they kind of don't exist outside of that. Right. Um, But we're we're we live in an era where we can talk to people outside of a convention. We can visit people outside of a convention. You just have to do it. Like um yeah. there like we have like Danielle Corsetto, she lives in, in West Virginia. It's like an hour and a half away. Yeah. And and like I would only see her at shows, but then I realized that she's close-ish. She goes to Frederick all the time. So like what I, I was gonna say, I this Danielle is one of the one of the people that you and I mutually share uh in a weird way because my wife used to be her intern. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. it, yeah. right. So it's like, oh, okay, this makes total sense of like, yeah, we why aren't we also actually following you up there and going and hanging out out there? Cause yeah. it's the town where my, my wife went to college. So like yeah. The, Pleasant little town. Yeah. So I've I've been to Shepherdstown a bunch of times. We've met right. Danielle and Frederick a couple of times. She's come down to Rockville. Like, and and it it's weird. Like when you're so used to seeing people on the circuit, you forget that they exist. Outside yeah, they're real the people. Circuit. Yeah. Right. They're yeah. real people. Like they like diner food and <laughs> like they have real jobs and other yeah. stuff to do and shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, when when you finally see someone outside of a Kigurumi, it, yeah. it's a different mentality. Yeah. Um, but then then you have more time to hang out with just them and you don't have to worry about like your schedule or like meeting up in a place or 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 like signals being crossed or missing messages. You could just you just fucking hang out. Right. And it's it's fun and it's it's easy to do. Like <laughs> Yeah. Um, like Vicky came down, uh, for training, uh, down at the, um, what the fuck was it? Like there's a six flags down here. Okay. Um, and I'm, I met her up for like dinner one night just to hang out and was just like, Hey, I'm seeing you outside of a convention. This is weird, but it's also really cool. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Why don't we do this more often? Oh, cause you live way the fuck away <laughs> right yeah why because like six hours in a car that's why like yeah. it's 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 the it's the threshold of going to do the thing once you go do the thing it's really not that bad mm-hmm. but because we would actively be like okay we're doing Kineticon. all right who's going on the con well i know jamie you and me and so and so and so and so and so and so are going okay who else do we need to coordinate and i already know like the hotels we got organized, yeah. the content, like, yeah. so I knew what I was doing and it just, it was, it was a work trip at that point. And because it was relatively the same time, like my schedule always worked up that way. I always knew what I was doing. I knew what days I was taking off. So it was like, okay, no problem. We basically planned it like a year in advance 
And then when it would happen, it'd be like, okay, what are the small logistical changes that are happening? <laughs> right. Easy peasy. No problem. I, yeah. I got this. No worries. And like, you know, we'd end up in Connecticut at like 1 a.m. or something like that. And it'd be like, okay, so uh, pizza, then sleep, then up at O-Dark 30, and then let's get after it. Yeah. Right. And uh, you don't have to plan that hard when you're just hanging out with people. Well, yeah. Also, like the fact that we were doing an art fight trip, I didn't actually have to plan that hard because a lot of them were very similar. So it was just like, here's my checklist. I know who I'm taking care of. I got this. And like for me, especially, I decided when we were fucking leaving. <laughs> so it was like work around my shit. Yeah. So yeah. I'd like it'd be like, hey, wheels up at 6 p.m. This is when we're going. Okay. Fucking be here. Okay. Right. I, I, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Ties best pizza around. I get it. Six six o'clock means six twenty. Yeah, I get it. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm kidding. Kind of. I miss Michael Bracco, actually. Genuinely, I do. I'll miss that pizza that one time. Jesus no, god. that wasn't very good. The garlic knots were baller though. Not an hour out of the way, a baller. No, I get that, but <laughs> that wasn't specifically Michael Bracco's fault. That that was a uh, a trifecta of uh, uh, out of state boys. You're you're not gonna put the blame of that partially on uh, New Jersey's own Ross Nover, or if I'm not mistaken, California's own Dern. I blame all them motherfuckers. That's what I'm saying. It was, it was, that was a Captain Planet level fucking combining of bad ideas. <laughs> oh man. If you take me on the road and you go an hour out of your way and feed me bad food. Yeah, that that's no good. I, I would rather consistently know what we're doing and do a like, Maybe not necessarily a fast food stop, but like we can find a Waffle House off of 95. Yeah. Like we can have a sit down meal we that will be Wawa. pretty okay. We, right. We can do we a can Wawa. Do a Wawa. We, we've done a Wawa. <laughs> you, you, you get yourself, everyone gets exactly what they want. We all kick the back of the truck open, trunk open. We all hang out, have <laughs> ourselves a meal in the parking lot, a little stretch and a bend, and then Wawa's back on giving. the road. Yeah. We could do a sheets giving. It's fine. We can, we can find one. Steak and shake. I'll go for a steak and shake. Culver's. We can do we, I'll I'll Culver's. Culver's. steak and shakes. Yeah. Culver's yeah. is good. Midwest Culver's. The, the amount of times I have had Nathan's at the fucking uh, uh, Jersey Turnpike locations. Like, come on. I like come on. Nathan's. Yeah. Um, the, the, little, the French fries, a little fork. Yeah, that little, that little itty bitty fork. <laughs> Nothing got me more excited than that little fucking fork. Right? Yeah. Bam. Do I need to use this little fork? No, I do not. Dip, dip. All this to say, uh, a very hearty congratulations to the opinions may vary, guys. Yes, they've got over four hundred some episodes. They're heading into number four hundred and fifty. We were episode four forty five. Um, yeah. Which is a fucking thing. Like, yeah, that's impressive to, to come up with. And they they went, got guests. 
Yes. Like almost yes. every episode got yeah. guests. They, they are much higher effort than we are. <laughs> yeah, they fucking tried. <laughs> like, hey, we're going to bring you someone kind of interesting or yeah. super fucking interesting. Yeah. And you're going to like this and we're going to joke around about it. And they did the fucking like they made poker chips yeah. for episode 300 when they got there. Yeah. And fucking found my ass in Connecticut. And we're like, hey. You were in the first 300 episodes. We appreciate you. Here's the thing. Yeah. Like that takes some fucking doing. Like good <laughs> on them for that shit. Yeah. They so they they've they've gone for the long haul. Um they're uh I think Alex is, is working on his drama podcast. Yes. Um yep. that one that one's going to be fun. I I know he did a couple of pilot episodes a while back and now he now he's getting back on the road or getting back on the horse. To get yep. that up again and started, so that's gonna yep. be exciting. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's it was good to hang out, even if it was virtual. Um, if you have me and Brandon on your podcast and you think you're only going to talk for a half hour, throw your fucking clock in the trash because that's not true. I mean, fair, but also you should have us on your podcast. <laughs> yes. Why not? You should have us on your podcast. Why not? Why, why not? And we will, we will spend most of the time interviewing you. <laughs> right. Exactly. I, you know, I, and by the way, not for nothing, we're taking sponsors too. Like, <laughs> and if your money's real, I will take your money. I know if you're like, hey, my name, my name is John Smith, and I'd like to support this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the fucking Do It Cast, part of the Hard Knock Media Podcasting Network, presented by one of, if not the greatest human on the planet, John fucking Smith. The reason for the season, John Smith. The reason for the season. The motion and the ocean. That's the greatest right. there ever was. Exactly. <laughs> Is the tower of power, too sweet to be sour, funky like a monkey, sky's the limit and space is the place. I hired a skywriter <laughs> to write his name in gossamer wings upon the sky. The originator. <laughs> Often imitated, never duplicated. <laughs> never duplicator. <laughs> The best smells of the of best of rich the best. mahogany and lilac. The man it's, with the plan. Exactly. Biggest dick I've ever seen. <laughs> Biggest dick I have ever seen. Can't wear shorts. Can't wear them. <laughs> oh, man. Helps old people across the street just because. Just moves, cause. moves the street out of moves the way for physically. <laughs> Jamie. California redwood of a man stands nine feet tall, nine feet, picks the road up, hulk it in his hand like pie tins, his hands, grabs the sides of the road and just does a big roll. You know, like how you kind of flip it. Yeah. You ever, like you ever knock carpet. the dust out of a carpet? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He just. And when he does it, too, he's got to do a wide stand. He's got the biggest balls you've ever seen. And he just goes, John Smith, and just, <laughs> and just resets the whole thing and then just throws a granny on each shoulder and just walks him down the street. And they love it. 
because they get to suddenly have a parade route. So he's telling them wave at the children. So you get to see a bunch of babushkas just hanging out on this dude's shoulder, just kind of doing this princess die shit, yeah. just hanging out and running around. Then he drops them on the other side, buys them a hot lunch, <laughs> hot lunch, and then, and then sends them on their way. Hot lunch. And then turns back around, resets the road because he believes in road safety. Leave it the way, leave it better than you found it. Leave only footprints. Yeah. (laughs) And luckily, his are size 15. (laughs) So you know he's been there. Oh my God. When he goes barefoot in the (laughs) woods, people think he's actually Bigfoot. Just two giant tracks and then a little trench dug along the side. That's his dick just dragging in the dirt. <laughs> uh, yeah, so check out Opinions May Vary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where fighter podcasts are sold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. Uh, that's, that's all I got. I, I wanted to thank them for having us on. Yeah. And, um, yeah. that was a lot of fun. I missed them. Same. Hopefully, uh, uh, Corona is going to be here forever, but hopefully we'll figure out a way to hang out with them soonish. I'll, I'll just get like nine boosters and then I can be like bubble boy or something like that. It'll be fine. Yeah. I feel like, uh, you know, the venom thing, uh, for brain where he just like has those tanks and they go, that's how I'm going to roll with the, the boosters. I'm just going to have like venom tanks all over and just <laughs> pop them every time. Just and then Makes I'll talk like this. Yeah. Ah, oh, hello. <laughs> hello. Opinions may vary. God damn it. I want fucking Bane to just be from like Gloucester, Massachusetts or something like that. <laughs> oh, hello there. <laughs> You're about man. man. It's a wicked pisser. <laughs> Lost the biggest you ever seen. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be great. Um, Brandon oh, Chalmers, man. where can people sure. find you? You can find me on Instagram at that guy Chalmers. Jamie Noguchi, where can they find you? Ah, uh, Jamie Noguchi on Instagram, Angry Zen Master on Twitter, and then wherever finer podcasts are sold. Yes. Quality podcast. Quality podcast. That's a fucking do it promise. Ding. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm going to stop this. <laughs> yeah, do that.